Hey there, welcome to this car edition of The Shalene Show, recorded live from the passenger seat, Brett's driving. And this is an important episode, well, it's an important version of The Shalene Show because it's straight from the heart, it's unedited basically, and it's just a conversation, me and you chatting in the car. Welcome to The Shalene Show. Shalene is a New York Times bestselling author, celebrity fitness trainer, and obsessed with helping you live your dream life. My promise to you was to come to you more often, and whenever I have something that's really important to share, I just need to whip out my phone, and I'll put those on Fridays. So if this type of audio drives you nuts, because I know some of you really can't stand um, the difference in audio, like you just want to hear inside the podcasting booth, that's fine. But for those of you who are here for the content, thank you very much. I love you. Today, I want to share with you one very simple tip to help bring more peace to your everyday existence. It's something that I'm working on personally, so I figured you'd be able to relate. I want to share with you a story first. When Brett and I used to privately coach people in a mentorship group, which we don't do anymore. We may do it again someday, but at the moment, we're not doing it. When we used to have people who we mentored, we, we mentored couples. And, you know, we always try to reiterate or reinforce the concept that anything we had to say to them was simply advice. It wasn't a directive. We don't know everything. We don't have a crystal ball. Sometimes we didn't have all the details, but we could just give them our best advice. And I would say that over and over and over again, because of my own tendencies to come across too strong when I'm passionate about something. And when I say come across too strong, like a know-it-all, like I'm trying to tell you what to do, like it's this way or the highway. And I tend to be that way and I'm trying to, I'm trying to be less that way because I don't want anyone ever to feel like I'm telling them what to do. And I certainly didn't want that to be the case with the people we were mentoring. These are highly successful, incredibly um, talented professionals who were at, for many of them, the height of their careers or climbing high. You know, they're, they're the elite. And many of them were in an area of business that we might not have all of the insight that we need. So we, we coached people who were, came from all backgrounds, all different walks of life and all different types of industries. And so our perspective, our advice that we would give them was simply based on our own experiences, advice, opinions, and bias, really. In one such instance, we were coaching a couple. He was an immigration attorney and she was a health coach and also a really, I'd say a full-time mom and doing the health coaching thing kind of like on the side. I forget. I know they have a lot of children. What they were concerned with is that the husband in this partnership was an attorney, an immigration attorney, as I mentioned, and he worked for a firm where, you know, bottom line is he was the firm. Like all the new business was coming in because of him. He was very talented, very passionate, very good at what he did. And because of that, he got, you know, so much of the burden and additional work hours and demands of the firm were placed on his shoulders. And he didn't really care for the firm that he worked with and kind of their approach to taking care of people, etc. And they wanted to be able to spend more time with their kids and they wanted to be able to spend more time together. They felt like his career was really creating this divide between the two of them, but there was really kind of no way around the demands of the firm that he was working for. So we spent some time brainstorming alternatives, ways to make more money and not have it be so stressful. And one of the things that they came up with and proposed was this idea 
that they would open their own firm. They would break away from the firm that he was with. They could open a firm together. She would kind of oversee the the culture of the firm, helping everyone to be very family-oriented, family-centered, health-centric, with workouts and healthy food, etc., and that he would, you know, have his own practice and hire the paralegals and the other attorneys to work for the firm. And knowing that their goal was to have more time together and fewer demands on their time and more time to enjoy themselves, we felt like there were some other ideas that they should look into. And I personally, I mean, Brett was like, yeah, maybe. I was like, I think it's a horrible idea. I really think that this is going to be a lot more stress. I think you haven't considered how taxing and how much it weighs on you when you're responsible for all these people and then plus leaving the firm and what does that look like legally, blah, blah, blah. So my advice at the time was, I think you need to look at other alternatives. I think this is going to be pretty horrific. That was my advice, but that's all it was. It was just advice. And luckily, they didn't take that advice. They followed through, they opened up their firm, and it it ended up being like the best decision for them professionally at the time. My point is, not everyone is able to hear advice or feedback and discern that it's not a directive. <clears throat> Excuse me, I have to interrupt today's conversation to say something really important. And it's something you know, you know this to be true. And that's the diets don't work. They never have and they never will. I want to tell you about a program that I've been working on for more than two years. A program that got to the bottom of why it is most diet information is so conflicting and it changes every day and it's so confusing. And more importantly, why 95% of people who go on a diet actually gain all the way back and then some. The 131 is not a diet. It's a method. It's a movement, a revolutionary movement that is proving that weight loss is possible by resetting your metabolism. The key is diet phasing. And here's the deal. Over 25,000 people participated in the testing of this program, and the results are jaw-dropping. Diet phasing can free you from dumb dieting, like the rules, the stuff that's been brainwashing us and destroyed our metabolism. Listen, the $20 billion diet industry does not want you to know this stuff, but you need to know it because we can't keep doing this. You deserve to be healthy. You deserve to be able to effortlessly control your weight and you deserve to feel amazing. There is a way to do this. There's a way that doesn't involve dieting or beating up your body with hours and hours of exercise. I want to share my story with you. Please learn more about it by going to 131movement.com. Again, that's 131movement.com. Write it down, visit the website, and thank you so much for allowing me to interrupt. Back to today's conversation. In order for you to have more peace in your life, maybe, like me, you have to worry less about what way people decide to go and not try to win an argument or convince people there's a better way. Because a lot of people, when you're offering an opinion or advice or even trying to win an argument or convince somebody with facts, it is regarded as an attack on their identity. And it took me many years to figure this out. I was just 
willing to argue with anyone if I believe there was a better way or something that would be in their best interest or an easier way, a way for them to avoid pain, a way for them to make more money, a way for them to be happier. I would present facts and be very passionate about my advice, but that sometimes feels like an argument to people. And when you're making an argument with anyone, get this, this is really the important piece. Because I know you've had this happen, where you like you have facts and you lay them out for someone and it's like not even that you're trying to change their mind. You're just like, here are the facts. I don't know what you're thinking, buddy, but here are the facts. Well, what we know now about studying the brain is that when we try to change a person's mind, we slip into an area of the brain where people hold beliefs and our beliefs are closely tied to our identity, which is why you've probably struggled and wanted to smack your hand up against your head like, dude, how do you not see this? Here are the facts. And someone will just like absolutely deny them and not change their mind. And you feel like, are they just being stubborn? Are they, do they not get it? Well, actually they don't want to get it and their brain is not allowing them to get it because it feels like unintentionally, subconsciously, an attack on your identity. Well, we certainly know this is This is really the case when you start talking politics and religion and just, you know, strongly held beliefs, those kind of beliefs where people are like vehemently divided. Sometimes it's along the lines of race or promiscuity or how to raise kids, you know, things related to our ethics, those kinds of topics. You just find that people, they will not change their minds. And it's because it's not because they're irrational or illogical. It's because Our beliefs are so closely held to who it is we believe we are. It's our identity. So allow me to share something I've been practicing, trying to practice more and more because I find that it gives me greater peace. And that is to realize it doesn't do me any good to try to argue or convince someone of anything, no matter how much I love them. If somebody wants to reach their own decision, their own conclusion, they'll have to do it on their own time when it's right for them. And all that I can do and be, the best thing I can do and be is an example. And when they're ready, if they're ever ready, maybe they'll ask for my advice. Maybe they'll want to see the facts. Maybe they'll ask for my opinion. But until such time, it's just a waste of energy and it makes both people feel really lousy. Because even if you've walked away from what feels like a passionate discussion, even if you feel like I won that argument, you still feel lousy. You still feel bad. I don't know why, but you just do. Well, first of all, the person's never like, oh, you know what? You're right. I should have voted that way. You know, like that's, hello, this is never going to happen. So think about your close relationships, the one with your in-laws, your kids, your girlfriend, your husband, a coworker, where you have very differing opinions. And may I suggest that the next time you feel heated about something and you know that someone has an opposing opinion or a different mind about it, different framework, may I suggest that instead of passionately trying to persuade them, you just take a deep breath and smile just say to yourself, I won't change their mind. And it will feel like an attack on their identity if I try to. So I'll just respond in love 
And I don't think that means you have to like, you know, cover up the way that you feel if somebody asks for your opinion. I don't think you have to lie. I don't think you have to pretend you're something you're not. I'm just suggesting that in order to have more peace, we should stop trying to change people's minds. We should stop trying to passionately influence people to see things our way, even with the facts. And we should just remember that the best way to get someone to change their mind is to show them love and understanding. I hope this has been helpful to you. It's something I am practicing this year. I'm trying to do it a lot more because I don't need to be right. I need to have peace. And I don't need to convince everybody of the right way. And even when I see that there's... See, here I am. Here here I go. I'm justifying it. Even when I see that somebody could avoid pain or a future pitfall, it's not my business to talk them into another direction or another way. I can ask permission to share with them another perspective and I can find a politer, softer way, even though for me it feels like it's just passion, but it certainly comes across as an attack. I get that. I know that about myself and I got to lighten up because I want a lighter heart. I want to feel peace and I definitely don't ever want somebody to feel like I'm attacking their identity or who they are or the beliefs that they hold. So so that's what I'm working on. It's provided me far more peace in the last several months and I hope that you found that useful. I hope that you're enjoying these um, car conversations. I'm going to put them out on Fridays so that you know if you hate the car conversations, you don't like the difference in the audio, you can skip Friday editions. But in the meantime, let me hear from you. Okay, reach out to me. You know where to find me. I'm Shaleen Official. On Snapchat, that's where you can spend the day with me. I talk to everybody there. It's, it's, it's where I have my smallest following, so it's easiest for me to connect with you. But also Instagram. Love Instagram too. Facebook. Twitter. YouTube. I'm not there as often right now, but that could change. Hit me up wherever you are. I'll find you. Use the hashtag Shaleen Show and let me know what you think about these Fridays. I'll tell you what I think about you. I think that you are the bomb. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you soon.